Can you not hear me? The bear. That's something. Something isn't going right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this. That was just not me talking. Can you hear me now? <laughs> you guys are making a podcast. For this. Welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me, Ian Harries. And me, Graham Jones. And that podcast is the podcast where we argue about our top three list of a topic that nobody asked us to talk about. And this week we are figuring out our top three actors we would start a podcast about where we watch all their films if we had the time to start a new podcast, which we don't. Which is a title inspired, and let's be real here, by Naughty's Emo. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite unnecessarily long Naughty Zemo uh, song title? Oh, I was always a big fan of our lawyers made that uh, our lawyers made us change the name to this song. Yeah, that was Fallout Boy or um... that was that was Fallout Boy. Yeah, I am now just pulling up and I'm not googling it, so there's going to be no jingle. And I don't think I Spotify pull stuff up on Spotify enough to warrant a jingle for it. The uh, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out Panic at Disco album is fucking full of them and then suddenly just has like interlude or time to dance yeah. and then a fucking like stanza of a title. Yeah, I um, I think most of them are either Fall Out Boy or, or Panic at the Disco, aren't they? I did, what's, there's, uh, I said it was someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this stupid song written about me. Yeah, yeah. There's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. Yeah, there's a... Uh... A Spotify playlist someone's made called Emo Songs with Long Song Titles That Make You Say Wow That's a Long Song Title by Fallout Boy and there's a song uh, If You Wanted a Song Written About You All You Had To Do Was Ask by Mayday Parade I Got Punched In The Nose For Sticking My Face In Other People's Business so this is a title which is so long it's cut off you be the anchor that keeps my feet on the ground I'll be the wings that oh who knows and who dares to dream uh if you can't ride two horses at once, you should get out of the circus. I liked you better before you were naked on the internet. No, I'm, that's just I'm just a, a, just a lot of people say that to me. To be just fair, yeah. To you there, Ian. That was it was nothing. Yeah. Hey, God, good. Look at us, man. Look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought? So obviously, via emo titles, we're talking about starting other podcasts. Mm. And my main question to you, Graham, because and I didn't realise this when we dove into the murky waters of pod how addictive just coming up with podcasts is mm. what other podcast ideas have you had i know of at least one yeah the, the main one was the one that we were nearly going to do and then realized someone else had done it um and not just someone else but a company like a fairly substantial brand right yeah like had, sony or something it had backing um yeah so that was um to take the base which a lot of play- people have done now. Take the off-menu brand of our dream something and then get someone to do their version of that dream something. And that dream something was going to be a festival with like your headliners, your your beer provider, your food stalls, all of that kind of stuff. It was a good idea. Um, but yeah, apparently someone else has done it, so fuck those guys. Yeah, it was a good idea, which is why it's been done before. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah, I heard of a podcast idea. Uh, so a par- partner of a friend of mine, 
his a partner of a friend of mine's friend um uh has a podcast called top of the hops which is about uh i think it's about like you talk about an album and then you try to pair a beer with it okay it's like done i like that plus strong pun title which again is something we're going to be coming back to throughout this episode what if the what if the beer doesn't use hops then uh you just roll with it. Okay. All beers have hops. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, but aren't there some out there? Like, it's one of the four main ingredients of beers, but aren't there some out there that will substitute hops for something like wacky to make it a like a? Because doesn't toast beer, or is that do they mix? Do they swap out the barley rather than the hops? I can't remember. I think that's like natural yeast. No, they get um, fate. They get uh, it's to reduce waste. Yeah, Tesco sell them. P- possibly. Again, I think it's got a great a great pun on it, but yeah, I don't know. I'm yet to dive into. I'm trying. I'm trying to make mead, which doesn't help us in this conversation at all. No, because that's not beer and doesn't involve bread. <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing mead meading with kneading. Hey, because ah, oh, good bit of baked jo- uh, humor yeah, there. Something so like something a- Ian soggy bottom. Yes, I would. Uh, I would insult you, Graham, but I'm not going to rise to it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Prove it. Hey, and we're ba- we're back to kneading. Let's be real. <laughs> That's the only only bread making things I know. Something about sour. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the bread is a substitute for in those beers, but I've seen those beers. I know they made a beer with yeast extracted from Roald Dahl's armchair. Interesting. Uh, many yeah, questions. Yeah, and creepy. What, why is does he have a yeasty armchair? Because uh, he's been dead for a while. <laughs> That's bizarre. That is. Yeah, like I'm fairly sure I, I am gonna. So Google Jingle <laughs> complain now. Time to Google as I'm googling. Wasn't this. there also like some um, like prehistoric yeast as well that was was used in a brewing thing that was like found. Mummified that sounds like the start to a really, really shit horror movie. <laughs> like an asylum one or something. Yeah. Uh, so the beer was to be featured at the menu of London's Dinner at the Twits, which is an interactive theatrical dining experience. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to find what it's called. Mr. Twits Odious Ale? Yeah. It's... It's a beer created using yeast swabbed from the writing chair of the famous children's author Roald Dahl. Nice. Um, so yeah, that so there was a there was a craft beer made with prehistoric yeast. Um, they reckon it was forty five million years old. It was a leaf frozen in a piece of amber, and they extracted yeast from it, and um, then I guess cultivated it and. Um, yeah, made made beer with it. I want so my dream guest for this podcast is now the person who looked at a forty-five million-year-old leaf preserved <laughs> in amber, and the first thing they thought yeah. was, "You know what? I could make beer out of that." <laughs> it's that is that is the hero I didn't realize I needed. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, also, talking of beer stuff, there was a. Um, uh, I think we spoke about on a previous episode the Lefou's Brew thing at um, the, uh, Gaston's Pub in Disneyland, which is like a frozen apple juice that's kind of like butter beer. 
Oh, I think we talked. We uh, I think we talked about this on a recent undrafted episode, ah. which you can get by signing up to our Patreon. Um, yes, so we did. Um, but that um, I was reading a thread on Reddit the other day that apparently there's frequently uh, people kicking off at Disneyland because they order it without reading what it is and expect beer and then don't get beer. Um, and those poor, like, <laughs> underpaid cast members have to deal with uh, angry tourists that want uh, beer that's, this, like, $6. This is a theme park for kids. <laughs> yeah, there is that part, We're not too. Gonna, yeah, and if you want a Bud Light, have a fucking Bud Light. Yeah. It's going to be just as alcoholic. Can't, I can't remember how we got here. But, yeah, uh, your podcast idea. I, there we go. I liked your podcast idea. That was good. Have you had any others? Um... Not really. Not that uh, that I've ever kind of got that have got to that level of oh maybe we should do this. Mm. And I think probably because there are so many out there. I think the stuff that we talk about today is probably going to be the closest to it because it yeah. it kind of it tracks with what we do, right? I guess Undrafted was kind of like a a separate kind of podcast idea that just became. Um, uh, a money making scheme and um, then we also had the um, League of Good Bad Movies which I guess whilst was sub yeah epi- sub kind of episodes of the main podcast was kind of its own thing as well so um, we've dabbled yeah we've dabbled in in other podcast stuff I did I did have uh, I humoured the idea of uh, so the two that I have thought about slightly too long is uh, Post Apocalypse Now Solely because of the name, yeah. Which is just looking at post-apocalypse films and whether you could survive in them or not. So it's basically just a podcast version of that one episode we did. And uh, ages ago, I thought about the idea of uh, just the title. Don't know what it would be. Of just Ian has a history degree <laughs> because my housemate or my housemate at the time constantly mocks me for having a history degree, even though they now bring it up more than I do. Nice. And I thought, fuck it, let's lean into this and brand it. Post-Apocalypse Now could just be a film about anything after 1979 as well. Mm. That's all. It's the... uh, It's if uh, Petros' podcast... Did somebody say caged in Coppola connections with Petros? Francis, Roman, Sophia, Nicolas Cage, August, Jason Schwartzman, Gia... Adrian from Rocky. I, I I just love me some coppolas, mate. Did seasons. <laughs> so we have pre-apocalypse now, post-apocalypse now, during apocalypse now. I don't know what else was being made by the Coppola clan during that. Let's be real, Graham. That was a joke for me, you, and Petros. Yeah. No, who, who else matters here? Yeah, fuck him. Uh, but I just like puns, which is why... And I'm not going to... I'm going to read these possibly at the end. And if not at the end in a post-credit Easter egg sequence. Uh, I, while coming up with this, have written down like 30 to 40 potential podcasts like this because I couldn't stop. Nice. Including uh, one I'll say now, which isn't going to be one of my choices, but I was very happy with, is Aubrey Dealey Plaza, which is looking at the films of Aubrey Plaza and seeing if, based on that, we think she was involved in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. (laughs) Um, one word to describe that niche also niche. I think Aubrey Prowse has niche. probably only been in about nine movies she 
Which which means we can really go into detail. <laughs> <laughs> Nine movies and uh, just the one assassination attempt. Just the, just the one presidential assassination. But imagine if we did that and we found out she was involved. <laughs> so you're talking like S-Town levels of like one one podcast going into something completely different midway through. Yeah, so like halfway through the episode she did where she's like stalking Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Suddenly we latch on to hang on, that in the background of this shot, there's there's this umbrella and this looks like the umbrella that the umbrella and and, and yeah. Just suddenly it's like on the next episode <laughs> of Or Breezy Did she just say was she, she really likes book depositories? But from this film we know she can't read. <laughs> but that was uh yeah, I I laughed far far too long over that idea i'm not gonna lie but other ones i just just solely for the name because i was sitting at a pub with a friend and was just reeling these off yeah which is nice if you if you're listening dan Tua tonga valu is going to be the next big thing if he doesn't retire due to concussions <laughs> and on that, note, on that note should we just dive in do you want to dive in is there other other random banter we could talk about um the random banter the random section. section. Um, I think we're all right. Yeah, we're good. Was... You just if 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 we're at the point where you are clearly looking around your room for inspiration of things to say, I feel like it's time for your movie recommendation. <laughs> nobody asked for. <sighs> Why do you you always kill my creativity? <laughs> <laughs> you need to you need to work with the process. All we're, right? ne- we're, we're nearly a hundred official episodes yeah. in. <laughs> We have to hone our creativity for we, this. We do, and it is mostly me looking. It's that episode of Family Guy where he asks him his name and he looks at a pee, someone crying, oh. and then a griffin flying across the room. Anyway. I, with no research, I will say, as fact, everything in Family Guy went downhill after that one joke. <laughs> that was the peak of that was the peak of Family Guy. Probably, probably yeah. I mean, everything yeah. Everything really went downhill after the 40-minute episode where uh, Brian H. drew his shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, film recommendation. I, uh, I assume you guys are here for a movie recommendation. No, thank you. Nah, I'm fine. Nah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm all right, actually. Thanks, nah, nah, it's all right. No, it's all right. I'm, all right. I'm fine. Yeah, that's all right. Fuck off. So, given we're talking about podcasts that we would make that are basically reviewing the entire filmography of other actors, there's obviously an inspiration here behind Mr. Mr. Petros, friend of the pod, um, and his fantastic Coppola Connections podcast. And uh, he's been a... Some of you may have may have twigged that he's been a guest on this podcast as well. Our first secret guest. <laughs> Our first secret guest. So, he um, obviously goes through... Uh, originally all of Nick Cage's movies and now kind of the broader Coppola connections. Um, so with that in mind, we'll throw it back to uh, to the his original inspiration, Mr. Nicolas Cage. And I'm going to suggest my favourite Nicolas Cage film, which we've spoken about on numerous occasions, and that is Vampire's Kiss. So, yeah, um, nice. Vampire's Kiss is insane there's so many things to love about it uh the alphabet shouting the uh the fact <laughs> i love i love it because again as as a viewer of the film i know that you weren't just being patronizing there but listing something you like about the film is the alphabet makes you sound fucking insane <laughs> yeah the alphabet the numbers yeah, yeah. how they're put together words letters 
the scene where he's wandering down the middle of New York like an absolutely insane person and I I think I quoted or I didn't quote to you because I just said it to you because that's how speech works <laughs> I bet I bet if that happened in New York no one would pay a blind bit of notice anyway and then upon looking into it it turned out that is exactly what happened the fake vampire teeth and the fact that he so perfectly embodied Patrick Bateman before American Psycho came out either as a movie or a book. <laughs> Which I can only assume means that Vampire's Kiss was actually the inspiration for American Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's the world I choose to live in. I mean, it's firmly... I think it's, it's atop the League of Good Bad Movies as it stands. Yes, yeah. And long, long may it rain. As in, like, there rather than, you know, Noah's Ark kind of situation. Watch it. It's great fun. Love it. It's great. It's great. I've also just realised that we've guested on a couple of podcasts. One of them we mentioned that film and all of the others fall, I would say, into the category of what we're talking about today. (laughs) So we have uh, Caged In with Petros. We have Cage Rage uh, with Daryl. Both of them are now teaming up in like the Avengers of the podcast world and doing a Willem Dafoe rewatch podcast. Yep. And then uh, Church of Tarantino, which is like the director version of this. This is very but, true. But it's also like we just in the one rule, I'm assuming we haven't included Nicolas Cage because that has been done. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a bit on the on the nose. Yeah. Uh, given it was the inspiration. Yeah. yeah, the inspiration is we want to do this too. <laughs> um, so if you... Uh, fuck! How can I how can I segue to this? Uh, if if you don't want to watch Vampire's Kiss, <laughs> I'll go lazy. If Vampire's Kiss isn't for you, if you aren't a fan of a film that is Vampire's Kiss, are you okay? Are you okay? I can't. There is no other way to describe <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. It's just Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> Vampire's Kiss is Vampire's Kiss. (laughs) You're not wrong. Um, Well, first of all, I would say to them, sort yourself out, you twat. And then I would say, well, fine, go watch Midsummer because we love it, you love it, everyone loves it. Ari Aster's great. Um, Disappointment Boulevard is out. Oh, it's not called that anymore, is it? Bo is Afraid. Bo is Afraid is out soon. Bo is Afraid is out for our UK listeners, nineteenth of May. Ah, oh, we need to arrange a, a, a date night, Ian. <laughs> we do. We need to not arrange a nice little romantic trip to a three-hour movie. Yes, um, but yeah, Ariasta. Um, we have had at least one person from the production on the podcast. There may be more. Hey, um, hey, <laughs> teaser. Maybe teaser. Not gonna, not gonna confirm nor deny. Um, and yeah, it's 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 basically somewhat of an institution. So yeah, watch it, please. Okay. Do it now. And on that note, on that note, Graham, after Vampire's Kiss being Vampire's Kiss and Midsummer not being Vampire's Kiss, we are off to talk about things that are not Vampire's Kiss. With my first choice, which is mine, thus my first choice. Maybe I am having. A <laughs> I know show. you've not seen it. But you were talking very much like Cousin Greg from Succession at the moment. I've started watching it. <laughs> okay. 
I have started watching it. I am a couple of episodes into season two. Have you have you seen the deposition yet? No, uh, not yet. Okay. You're talking like uh, Cousin Greg at the deposition. I have been called... I have been referred uh, compared to worse characters <laughs> from the world of movies and TV by you. So <laughs> I'll take the, it. Um, my first choice. It, first choice is mine. It is. I was just going to say that you just remind me, there's a bit where they're asking if he's what he said is true and he says something along the lines of if it is to be said so it be so it is. Oh, there is a great you know I mentioned we're, we're never starting this no. podcast. Uh, so you know on we did the undrafted episode on streaming services which you can listen if you sign up to our Patreon. Um, and I picked Dropout and mentioned uh um, actually, like the nerdy game show that's oh, yeah. on it, they do a round in a latest, uh, later episode, which is, is this quote from Succession or Arrested Development? Nice. And it's really fucking difficult. <laughs> but that that quote was uh, the first one they said. Brilliant. Anyway, nice. yeah, let's... And on let's, that note... That on that note. My first choice, and there is... This is a mix of... Me just thinking this would be a good actor to do it mm-hmm. with. Uh, the strength of the pun for the title. Uh, it has a bit of like a concept to it as well. And this guy hasn't done as much as some people I know we're going to be talking about. Okay. So this guy has only done 47 films, a theme park ride, six music videos, and a handful of TV shows. Okay. And that is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm, nice. You missed out. His, you also missed out his, you know, fairly successful uh, political career as well. Oh yeah, two terms. Two terms, yeah. And two governor terms. of California yeah. is basically like second president, given the size of their. Yeah, um, but in a in a rewatch podcast, I'm maybe we'll do a special episode on like his political adverts. Yeah, but this is so. I'm not going to tell you the title of this because I want to see if you can guess it as I'm talking through. Okay. like the concept of this. So, Arnie. In like the 80s and 90s, probably has made some of the best action movies of all time. I don't think there's much. They're like just the perfect like point of they're kind of a lot of them are kind of good, bad, but it's like it's beyond that. You get what I mean? Yeah. And they're just great. And they were a big part of a lot of people's kind of, I think, especially our our generation and the generation before ours, kind of like the formative years of kind of growing up. In cinema, so I remember. Oh, I've talked about this on the podcast before. When I was young, I was sick and I was off school, and my dad was looking after me. And my dad rented Predator, um, which is a completely normal thing for a dad to do. And I watched Predator, and it was pretty much. It was like, right, this is what films are. I like these. The the thing with this as well is we have to go back thirty years for with this and Hmm. renting a movie 30 years ago was a very deliberate act he had to (laughs) go to the video rental store peruse everything pick up the vhs bring it home dad dad saw me sick under what could only be described as a pink biscuit blanket and his first thought was you know what this kid needs predator (laughs) (laughs) and to be fair I did, because Predator is a fucking amazing film. If we ever, for some reason, do an entire episode around high fives, Predator's going to top the list. <laughs> but, well, high fives, handshakes, like, 
There's a bit of it's a bit of both. But all I know is it has biceps. Many biceps. Many biceps. But there's a lot of these films that I remember watching with my dad. And my dad loves all of these films as well. So the idea for this podcast is I am going to rewatch all of Arnie's films with my dad. Yes. So it would just be us. And I don't think like we necessarily would do it like chronologically. Because it starts and ends bleak. <laughs> I think you need to kind of mix it up a little bit. But just I just find it fun. Just sitting there watching action films with dad and then talking about how it how how maybe he watched it the first time, what his kind of thoughts were there, what we think of it now, that kind of thing. It would be great. And what would you call a podcast about me watching Arnie films with my dad? Graham, because it's the branding, the uh the theme tune is all kind of pretty much all set. Mm. I know exactly how the logo is going to end up looking for copyright reasons, but I think think I can get away with it. I'm, draw- I'm drawing a blank. Dad Zarni. Nice. Oh, yeah. So entirely Dad Zarni branding. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just yeah, just watching watching Arnie films with Dad. And I, I just think that would be really fucking funny. Because it would, because I don't know, people may have picked this up while listening to this podcast. My dad's fucking mental. I mean... You, case in point, you sent me an Instagram thing today. You said, my dad's just sent me this. And I opened it, and it was a man slapping some ham on his face, mumbling <laughs> you know what? to a speaker. Uh, I am going to just play the audio into the microphone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so dad just sent that to me out of So dad the one who like some of my not earliest memories but I remember watching a lot of Vic and Reeves uh Vic and Reeves Reeves and Mortimer. Growing they don't up. talk to each and other that, anymore. Yeah, it's weird it's a shame, isn't yeah. it? But I, I don't think my dad ever talked to them. Yeah, maybe. He's also not uh, he's not Vic anymore. He exclusively he goes as Jim No, well he was Vic Reeves, but it was his persona, but he doesn't go by that at all anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he only ever went by yeah. He 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 separated the two yeah. out, which I think is how he d- dove so deep into the sheer fucking weirdness of it. Now he just does art, which I've tried to get hold of, but it's really expensive because it's art, and art is apparently fancy. But I just love Arnie films, and there is so much fucking there, and it's just a good excuse to rewatch them. Not not that you need a good excuse to rewatch them. But it is all kind of quite similar. I think we could be quite interested kind of charting the the rise and fall. Uh, maybe we can chuck in some reviews of uh, Austrian Death Machine albums. Yeah. So a couple of bit of bonus content in there already. Uh, spin-off podcast, obviously. I think we're still alone now. Nice. Which, you know, very proud of that yeah. one. Uh, I think, uh, actually, Church of Tarantino has a spin-off, Dropping a Bruce podcast which is them re-watching bruce willis to see if he made uh dropped a bruce or dropped a deuce which i believe is american slang for turd nice slightly there, there's a definite cut-off point that you need to make with that given recent um <laughs> recent news yes. concerning mr mr willis yes there is <laughs> there is uh oh imagine the jingle for that <laughs> 
Yeah, it's you know what? I'm I'm not going to make jokes about that because it's it's horrible. It, it truly is. Would have been funny though. Um, Looper. That was a yeah. good Bruce Willis movie. I really liked Blooper. Looper. Blooper. <laughs> Looper. Sorry, I like bloopers. I just like bloopers in the general. The crazy thing is, is that it was a blooper in and of itself. Yeah. Well, I I like meta stuff. What can I say? I liked Looper. Looper was a good film. It was. Especially the way they CGI'd Joseph Gordon-Levitt's nose to look, make him look more like he could be Bruce Willis. Yes. Well, it was prosthetic. Was it prosthetic? I thought it was CGI. It was prosthetic, yeah. No, you're, you're thinking of uh, Henry Cavill's upper lip in Justice League. I, no, I, also, I also, yeah, remember that. Yeah. But yeah, Arnie, like, it's doable. 47 films. Get some quality time with Dad re-watching Commando. Don't think I've got that blanket from when I was a kid because I probably threw up on it because I was sick that day. So don't know if I can do that, but that would be kind of creepy. Yeah, that's that's got. Um, you'd you'd probably need a, a a therapy podcast as well as as a result of that. I I feel like this would end up being a therapy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, Dad, what age was I when you showed me this for the first time? Cool. <laughs> but also saying that, I regret nothing. Predator is an incredible film. I feel like I saw it at the right time, and this is a conversation. Obviously, I'll be having with my brother regarding my niece and nephew at some point in the probably slightly too near future. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. But Arnie. Dad's Arnie. Dad's Arnie. I'm very fucking pleased with that. Won't lie. Uh, So I'm going with... I'm going to go... Let's go from least films to most films. So... um, you're mentioning um, Arnie's only got sort of forty-ish films. Um, this is another actor who's sort of at the beginning of their career. One second, I'm just counting. Seventeen films to date. Two more coming out this year, and one in production. So you know, interesting. A decent amount, um, but um, I think um, she's a rising star, and we already mention her on every podcast. So I think it, it it becomes a good companion piece to the podcast nobody asks for. Um, and I'm, of course, talking about Florence Pugh. Nice. So I first saw her in Fighting With My Family, with you, at a screening. For uh, We were at a hotel in Soho with... Uh, sh- uh, what was the place? I forget the name of the hotel. But anyway, we had the recliner chairs that were made out of cows. I think it was like a, it was like a Dolby preview room or something, Yes, right? I think you might be right. Was it like Soho Hotel yeah. or something? In like the something basement. Like that. And it, was, it, was off, it was off of a square we'd had beer before. Yeah, and it was arranged by Simon... Brew. Brew. Hmm. Beer connection. Simon Brew, yeah. uh, who does... He, he's, he's, he's northern, so if anything, it is a tea connection. I mean, he's from Birmingham? They have a brew. That's above the brew line. Yeah, but it's not northern. <laughs> I mean, it's north of here. Yeah, but so is like Harfordshire. <laughs> Birmingham counts as north. It doesn't. Birmingham's the Midlands. It's a... If you said, I'm a strong, I'm a, I'm a strong believer in the Watford. <laughs> Birmingham is north, in as much as Bristol is Wales. Ah, you phrase it in a way I understand. <laughs> So it's 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 near but not quite. 
I'm with you. <laughs> we'll, 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 tw- we'll tweet him. We'll tweet him and see if he calls a tea a brew. Okay. But also, I know I know for a fact, because I have him on Twitter, he is a coffee drinker. So he is, because the matter. first... This whole bit was built on lies. You do, you do brew coffee, to be fair. Ah, true. Coffee connection, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, we were at this hotel. We were at this hotel. Um, and it was courtesy of Den of Geek back at the time, but he now... No. Oh, was it no, the first film stories one? First film oh, stories nice. one, I think. Um, so yeah, check out film stories. It's great. Anyway, um, so yeah, fighting with family, and then obviously Midsummer. Um, so one of the the big benefits is that we get to watch Midsummer again and talk about it in depth. But I also think there's a lot of interesting stuff coming up as well. That she's uh, so Oppenheimer's coming out in very mm-hmm. soon. Um, so we'll be quite happy that she's in June two. She's yes, I am very very excited about June two. Uh, I'm not excited that Oppenheimer has taken away possibly the best cinematic double bill we could have done. Which was because it is no longer it's no longer being released on the same day as Barbie. Ah, uh, that is a shame. And there was a lot of people saying I'm going to do both in a day, <laughs> and I think I would have just to tell people I had. Um, but yeah, Dune, Dune two very well cast because that film's incredible. Would it be? It would be Boppenheimer, wouldn't it? That would be the name of the double bill. Yeah, I think so. Because Orby is is it sounds like a restaurant chain in America. Boppenheimer sounds like uh, like a swing club night. Either that or like um, like postmodern jukebox shit. Yeah, it's either that or it's like it's um... Boppenheimer. <laughs> good, good nineteen uh, fifties radio voice there. Uh, <laughs> I was I shocked myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's either that or it's like um, it's teaching nuclear fusion to like tots. <laughs> what like uh, like rugby tots kind of yeah, style, yeah. but in, but for uh, nuclear physics. Yeah. I am. Was it? I am. I am become death. Is that the famous quote? Anyway, uh, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Oh, and obviously it's for all the little boys, little nuclear weapon. There. Well done. Um, Thanks. I watched a Florence Pugh film today. Let me guess, because I don't know. I'm going to say Puss in Boots. No. Yeah. Uh, Lady Lady Macbeth, the other side of her filmography. Ah, fair enough. Because <laughs> um, I'd always want to, wanted to watch it and never had. So I thought, fuck it, I've got some time. Let's stick this mm. on. And it is fucked. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is a lot darker than I thought it was. Um, or thought it would be. Question. Given that it came out in the same... In 2016, was it darker than Brexit or Trump? Um, or Leicester winning the Premier League? Oh. There's... Darker than Leicester winning the Premier yeah. League? The, the, the renowned uplifting underdog story of Leicester winning the... Weirdly, I listened to a podcast today about Leicester winning the Premier really? League. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. The underdog thing is well overplayed because they were heavily, heavily financed. Oh, yeah, but... Bear. <laughs> Weirdly... It's just, it's, just a, it's just a bit different, Because King Power are their sponsor, and King Power is like this massive brand in Thailand. If you're in an airport, at least the airport I was in at Thailand in Phuket, 
everyone was wearing Leicester City shirts and it was really weird. King Power is the second thing you've said today that sounds like a lazy fantasy author. <laughs> and that's, that, is, that is a joke referencing a text we had. <laughs> so this podcast really is just for us. Yeah, yeah sorry guys. King Power. Um, yeah, okay, so um, it was... It was definitely darker than Leicester City. Yeah. Would you? Uh, here's an interesting question. Less. Would you count Leicester as the north? I, I mean, anything north of Watford. <laughs> okay. Leicester is north. <laughs> it is. It I is. wouldn't necessarily call people in Leicester northern. Okay. Which, to be fair, was probably a mistake on my behalf. <laughs> of anyway, sorry. Um, it involves less kids dying than Brexit, but not by as big a margin as you would think. Okay. Speaking of which, I also saw The Wonder recently. <laughs> Just going through all of the uh, Florence Pugh films. But yeah, another one. Like, Because I think Florence Pugh is the actress where I think half of what she's been in is generally reviewed with the phrase, but Florence Pugh was incredible. Yeah. Which could, could be the name for your podcast. Ah, no. Because the name for the podcast is, here's looking at Pugh, kid. <laughs> that's nice I like that I like that a lot yeah that's quite happy with that one <laughs> yeah she's good I like Florence Pugh she's going to make more good films so there's going to be plenty of content um, it might end up being like a quarterly podcast because she's not done a huge amount um, over uh, in comparison to some of the other people we'll be talking about but I think she is worthy and it's a good pun. She was in um, uh, The Little Drummer Girl, which was a mini-series directed by the guy who did Old Boy. Oh, interesting. That was supposed to, yeah, that was supposed to be really, really good, but I haven't got around to it yet. Have you seen A Good Person yet? No, because I can... I, well, actually, yes, because I've seen other Zach Braff movies. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but... Florence Pugh is supposed <laughs> to be great in it, but uh, yeah, it's on, it's on my list. But yeah, I uh, exactly the same kind of thing. I, I'm not. I do like Zach Braff as a filmmaker. To be fair, oh, but, like I, I, it from a from a te- I I like him as a filmmaker, not as a writer. I I like him. Yeah, I just think it's it's very formulaic. So he directed a film called Going in Style. Mm. which was about Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, and Alan Arkin robbing a bank. Okay. And it was really, really good. And he directed it, but he didn't write it. Yeah. So, like, for me, I think that's the that's the line, because I think he's a very accomplished filmmaker, but I don't like what he writes, because like you said, it is all exactly the same Scrubs episode. Yeah, even, I think we spoke about this before, but, like, even the play that he did, which I saw in London, was was pretty much... Yeah. Scrubs on stage. She did also play a song by like the Shins or something. Yeah. Or the Fray. <laughs> Not that the yeah. Fray song. Why do I remember quotes from random Scrubs episodes, but like not why I walked not, into not a room? Not just that, but like yeah, latter day clip show episode of Scrubs. <laughs> but also, I recognise where that fucking quote comes from. So we're just as bad as each yeah. other. Well, we have the same programming in this big simulation we call life. I'm just going to copy you and go order of amount of films yeah because we're we're already not being very imaginative with the concept of this episode given that we've ripped it off of a podcast we know so why not just rip off you (laughs) in the episode we're ripping off so 
the next one is so there's two main reasons for this podcast one i haven't seen enough films with this person in okay and two well three reasons really two the films i have seen have all generally been brilliant but also she's been in which I think is quite good for a podcast like this. She has been in like such a wide array of shit. So like, and not shit, sorry. A wide, I I use shit like it's the term Smurf. I use, (laughs) she's been in a wide variety of films. A variety. A variety. That's a a variety array. Um, She has been (laughs) in a wide array of films. We got there in the end. Including... Two characters in the MCU. Yeah. Romantic comedies, like golden era Jackie Chan kung fu movies, science fiction, animated kids movies, sci-fi, like basically any genre of film. She was a fucking Bond girl. Like any film that you can think of or any genre you can think of, she has done. And... There's a lot of stuff that, like I said, I haven't seen, and it would be very interested to dive into the the complete back catalogue of one Michelle Yao. So, well, Oscar-winning uh, Michelle Yao, and that is uh, that's that. Hmm. Yeah. To be fair, but yeah, like I didn't like. I can't think of many people who have been as like such like an eclectic mix of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think people there's there's certainly people out there who have been. And I think we'll we'll get onto at least one of them <laughs> later today, but um, I think there's there's definitely a kind of you know when someone's been around and acting in stuff for for a long time, there's going to be some stinkers, right? Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I've not really. I, I don't think I've seen much of of what she's uh, she's done other than everything ever all once. Yeah. So she's uh, she's only done sixty sixty films, mm. which isn't as much as I thought. But she's been in things like, um, well, the aforementioned Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which is a fucking incredible film. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which again, an insane film. Tomorrow Never Dies, which is a film. Um, <laughs> Fearless, Memories of a, uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. She was in Sunshine, the like Danny Boyle sci-fi movie that turned into a horror. Okay. The... Uh, the in- no, that wasn't the inspiration. Was that one? No, was that the 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 seagull one or no? Am I misremembering? Uh, no, that was tr- that was tr- uh, same episode we talked about. Right. Uh, the seagull was triangle. Okay. That was uh, films where nobody came home. Yeah. Which was or films where it wasn't coming home because football. Because football. She's in the Kung Fu Panda movie, or she is in a Kung Fu Panda movie. She's in a film called. Have you heard of Pause of Fury? Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Uh, no, I haven't. So Hank, a lovable dog with a head full of dreams about becoming a samurai, sets off in search of his destiny. It is like a very, very... Just, like, it looks like Kung Fu Panda. But it's a dog in a... It also stars Michael Sarah, Ricky Gervais, George Takai, Enrique Iglesias, Michelle Yao, and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, but it's a remake of Blazing Saddles. It really <laughs> yeah, no, not not like it is literally a remake of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias, not Enrique Iglesias. It's just <laughs> the uh, the poster was quite small. 
To be fair, Enrique was great in uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, so weirder things have happened. This is this is um, this is very true. And um, you know, we do need a hero, baby, and he can be it. But yeah, uh, she was yeah. So she was in Guardians of the Galaxy two, and then she was also in Chang Shi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, but I don't think playing two characters in the MCU is that special anymore because I think a lot of people have done it. But it's just like. There's so much, like, every episode would just give you whiplash. Because she was also in, like, I'm just going to keep saying, she was also in this, but she was in a film called Boss Level, which starts with Rob Gronkowski firing a Gatling gun from a helicopter at Frank Grillo. Nice. As you Mm. do. Boss Level, one of my favourite time loop movies. Up there with, uh, well, obviously Groundhog Day is is the the top of that list, but uh, Palm Springs. A lot of time for Palm Springs. Palm Springs is is probably number two. I didn't go as far as yeah. 1.5. J.K. Simmons would be a good podcast. Yeah. yeah. You could call it but yeah. just J.K.ing, like joking, but J.K. I was, I was trying to think. Uh, <laughs> J.K. Rowling? <laughs> <laughs> but Michelle, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao. So, uh, yeah, and then, like I said, there was also, she's been in a lot of, like, 80s kung fu movies, which isn't something I've seen a lot of that I would kind of really be interested in looking. So she was in uh, one of the, well, 80s and 90s, uh, sorry, kung fu movies. So she was in one called, I think, The Heroic Trio, which I think is supposed to be really good. Um, she was in one of the police story movies with Jackie Chan, and... There's just a lot of the early career and things like that that I haven't seen. And then just stuff that looks fun interspersed with like proper Oscar level contenders of like prestige cinema. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just so fucking cool. And then as with kind of I think a, a lot of the people on the list, um she's then got some really interesting stuff and weird stuff coming up as well. Um a lot of them you won't like because there's three Avatar films here, but she's in the new like Kenneth Kenneth Branagh's next like Poirot movie. Um, she's in a film I don't want to like it, but given I watched a lot of Beast Wars when I grew up, the next Transformers movie is a Beast Wars film, so I feel like I'm going to end up seeing it. <laughs> but Robot Gorillas, like you know Michelle Michelle Yao and Robot Gorillas. Difficult title for this one. I think I'm going to go for uh, Altogether Yao. Yeah. Not bad. But, yeah. Close to going with uh, Yao can't always get what you want, but that just feels weird. My next choice. So I'm going to go, uh, as I said, ascending order in terms of number of movies. So this guy has been in 56 films to date. Um have you noticed in looking at this, it's really tricky to figure out um, how many films people have yeah, been in? Yeah, because the way IMDb yep. lists stuff is is really annoying now, and you can't filter by films versus TV shows. So I've gone by um, a list that is, uh, sorry, 52 movies, and it's listed uh, on Rotten Tomatoes by the um, tomato rating score. So I like the idea of maybe watching these in backwards order so rather than chronologically going from the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score up to the highest 
So ascending. Ascending. Ascending is another way of putting that. (laughs) Ah, I'm finally the one to point something like that out. I uh, I watched uh, a clip from the Critical Role podcast where someone forgot the word subtraction, uh, subtraction, yeah. and instead said reverse maths. Nice. <laughs> uh, I felt like I found a kindred spirit that day. <laughs> so, yeah, and this is also similar to what you were saying. It gives me an opportunity to see a lot more of these this guy's films because I've not seen a huge. I've seen you know I've seen a lot of the big hitters, as it were, but I've not seen a huge amount. And weirdly, I think. Certainly, when I was younger, my view of this actor was clouded by um, the opinion of uh, one of my most respected teachers at school, uh, Mr. Uh, Nigel Cockcroft, if you're listening, who had a who had a weirdly weirdly who had a really strange uh, hatred. Oh, I I remember who this is Tom now. Hanks. I sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was on my short list, and I want to see if you've come up with the same uh, uh, podcast title as me. <laughs> Uh, to, to the point, I have pre-written it down. Excellent. Do, do, should we go now? And do you want to do one, two, three, and then see if it's the same? Ah, uh, we we can try. But if this if this is right, yeah. then maybe we just stop the episode now. <laughs> okay. okay. One, two, two three. three. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the memories. memories. <laughs> 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 cool. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. But, uh, yeah, T.Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going just, I, to be fair, I just went Hanks for the memories. Yeah. So, yeah, we can we, we, uh, we can keep going on. We can keep going on. They were near each other, much like Bristol and Wales. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but Birmingham is north <laughs> of, of where I am right now. That is a true geographical statement. This, this, this is true. So, and interesting, and he's got a wide variety of movies, right? There's a lot there, and there's a lot to, to make your way through. As I say, like, look, judging by this, so his lowest rated one's like 15 on the uh, 15. Um, 15? What was percent. that? Or was that like Pinocchio? The Bonfire of the Vanities. Um, yeah. Also, The Circle only got 15% as well. I, You know what? I thought he'd been. Oh, wait, hang on. Oh, no, there we go. How many films did you say? 52. Uh, he's been in more. Has he? I, I have it as 94. This is just all Tom Hanks movies ranked by Tomato Meter. Anyway, I mean, there's 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 varying things. One of these says 80. Uh, so a lot of movies. But a this, lot of stuff. There's 52 on this list of, of the Rotten Tomatoes one. Maybe it came out a little while ago. Yeah, I think watching them from the, from the lowest to the highest ascending order in terms of their Rotten Tomato scores would be a good way to kind of ease in because you go from like a lot of the crap which can be quite fun and interesting probably a lot of stuff you haven't seen and then finish with the good stuff out of interest what do you think his uh, highest rated movie is on IMDb oh sorry on uh, Rotten Tomatoes oh, it's got to be a Toy Story surely his uh, as in let me rephrase because I know the film's not called A Toy Story. <laughs> it's going to be one of the toys. St- I would say like Toy Story and Toy Story 2. Or Toy Story 3. So his top four films, in terms yeah. of Rotten Smarter rating, are the four Toy Story movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was right. Yeah. So, interestingly, Toy Story 2, then Toy Story, then Toy Story 3, then Toy Story 4. Interesting. 
God, he's been in some good stuff. Yeah. Hasn't he? Although actually, I guess maybe this has been tweaked around where the ratings have gone up because Big technically rates is ninety eight percent. Toy Story Four is ninety seven percent. So anyway, Big is a great video. Catch Me If You Can, very good. Apollo Thirteen gave us that Aerosmith song. Um, Captain Phillips gave us that meme. Um, uh, I think you're getting Apollo 13 mixed up with Armageddon there. Oh yeah, I am completely. Yeah. It's just but all disasters in space look the same to you, don't they? They do, yeah. Um, Apollo 13 with an Aerosmith backing would be fucking insane. Yeah, but also especially if it was like I don't know, pink or something. <laughs> just, just pink. Well, the song Pink. By Aerosmith. Aerosmith did a song called Pink. There we go. I thought you meant Pink as in the singer Pink. (laughs) It was like, how have we gone from Aerosmith to Pink? Don't get me wrong. I I could happily watch Apollo 13 underscored by uh, Pink. It's no dream on, though. It's no dream on, no. Which was... No. Was it sampled by Eminem? Something was sampled by Eminem. Anyway, look. We're getting off topic again, you bastard. Um... (laughs) But anyway, yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff here. Um, great title, lots to watch through, and yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I I think there's a lot of there's a lot to be said for Tom Hanks, and a lot of yeah, like you said, there's I can't think of a Tom Hanks film I don't like. That's a lie. I can think of one film I didn't like him in, and that was Elvis. Oh, I've not seen that. The, it's, the, the um, Da Vinci Code movies were a bit shit. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. I retract my statement, but I still wasn't a fan of Austin Butler on the soundtrack. Cracking, but just weird fucking filmmaking choices with that. I, I just don't get why you would tell that film from the point of view of fucking Tom Hanks's Colonel. It just doesn't make sense. Why? Why? You could tell me, Graham. Why? Something different. Uh, yeah, I guess. Would we cover Banter Brothers? Uh, no, because it's not a movie. Yeah, true. Um, Forrest Gump would be an interesting one because I've just got a lot to say about that film, um, particularly Jenny. <laughs> would we? Would would we just do it in like an offensive Forrest Gump voice the whole way? <laughs> no, I think I'd I think I'd probably miss that. Well, that does throw up an interesting debate that could be had about the um, this weird shift we've had in recent years to X, Y, or Z actor shouldn't be playing this because they're not X, Y, or Z. Um, oh, which... dude! Like with Tom Hanks's filmography, we should really be talking about Cloud Atlas. <laughs> if we're if we if we're following your line of uh, line of thinking here, Cloud Atlas is fucking worse than Forrest Gump. <laughs> but and maybe in some instances, fine. But there's a lot of instances where it's thrown around. It's like, yes, but you know, that's what acting is. I I th- I think there's. There's something to be said for it, but I think people get it wrong all the time. And I also think there's the the real the real issue and problem would be not having so like if you're doing a film about uh, an autistic person, you need autistic people involved in making the film to make sure that the story and the character and everything like that is an accurate and true reflection of what it is, right? Yeah, but that's a production that's not... thing rather than a no, no, that, that... thing. That's what I mean. But like for me, as long as you've got... That's the real issue that I don't think people are holding a lot of thought on because they're so focused on, yeah, well, this person isn't this. Yeah, which is stupid. 
I, I, I think there's a time. There is a time and place for it, but a lot of time it seems to be people shouting to make noise. That's that's cool. That's what we call the internet, Ian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is pretty much. But yeah, Hanks for the memories. Ah, oh, it's a good, it's a good name, isn't it? It is. I was, quite, I was quite happy. It's a good fucking name. Final choice. Final choice. Um, so this. There is a pun name, but I have now changed the name to a less punny name to fit what is now going to be like the central concept of this podcast. Okay. So this is another actor who has what can only be described as an eclectic back catalogue. He has been he has been credited uh, over a hundred and four different projects, ranging from characters such as Lee Harvey Oswald, Dracula. John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, Matthew McConaughey's dwarf brother. And what the point of this podcast is going to be seeing if we could truly count any of these films as the role of a lifetime. <laughs> so this is Gary Oldman. Uh, originally, the title was going to be No Country for Oldman. Nice. Which again, very pleased with, uh, but it is going to be called "And in the Role of a Lifetime," and the idea is that the trailer for Tiptoes, which again we've talked about this a lot, and not just on this podcast, but watch the trailer for Tiptoes, and it's just insane. I will, I will, I will drop the relevant audio in in a moment, but in in the trailer they refer to Gary Oldman's role as playing. The dwarf twin brother of Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it doesn't get easier talking about, does it? No. Um, and it, it never will. As... In the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. Tiptoes. So the idea is going to be we're going to go through all of Gary Oldman's performances and see if they were more, more or less role of a lifetime than his role in Tiptoes. And weirdly, he's been in some stuff. Like, he has played a crazy amount of weird and wonderful things. Uh, it also means we get to um, watch uh, a David Bowie music video. Nice. Because he was in The Next Day, I think. Okay, the uh, that album has my favourite Bowie song. That album is hugely underrated. Yeah, it's because it was one of his latter ones, and it's Bowie's one of those um, where everyone seems to think he didn't really do anything good after kind of like Ziggy yeah. Stardust, which is wrong. It is. Given we both have tattoos from after that era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the final album. You have the album before that. I think. But yeah, so he's played. Gary Oldman's played a lot of Russians. Yeah. I'll just let that hang in the air. But Gary Oldman is, he's a character, or he's an actor, rather, that is just renowned for disappearing into roles. And I think it would be interesting to literally watch them all. He, I, I find it, he's one of those ones that is, it's quite remarkable because you could look at him in two movies side by side and not believe that it's the same actor. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, um, uh, what, has it had to have vocal coaching to get his own accent back, which I found fucking hilarious. Yeah, and like he's he's in a Churchill movie, isn't he? And he looks yeah. like complete, like completely changed. 
Well, you um, wouldn't like in a lot of stuff he does. Your first response is, "Oh, that guy looks like Gary Oldman." Yeah. Rather than, and it, it's, I mean, for anyone to play someone like Winston Churchill or or someone like you know of that level of, and to you know to bring up the film again, like Austin Butler was similar in his credit with Elvis. It's like everybody knows what Winston Churchill like. You have the image of Winston Churchill ingrained in the back of your head. Yeah, he's got those, like, the you know the quiff, the blue suede shoes. Yeah, doesn't want people stepping on him. And you don't, for a moment, watching that film, see Gary Oldman. It's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, he's been in a load of stuff, and he was also in a film where he played a dwarf. And more people need to remember that. This is true. Also, Roll of a Lifetime, you could have a, a nice mechanic there where at the beginning of the episode, you throw some dice, and that decides which movie you talk about. Oh, I like it. Mm. I like it. This This does work. And you could also have your, like, it, it, there could be like a, a role. You could have a you have the role of a lifetime, which is figuring out what. Are we going to are we going to pair it with a sandwich? We're going to pair a sandwich. <laughs> nice, done. <laughs> the role roles of a lifetime. What would you what would you pair with uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? Um, and obviously, like, but there's a lot of good stuff we'll get to watch. We get to watch Leon. We get to watch the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Uh, we get to play. Uh, both Call of Duty and The Legend of Spyro: The Eternal Excellent. Mind. You'd also struggle with your your northern listeners if you called it if you were talking about rolls as sandwiches because they would use terminology like balm cake. And- well, all, all those northerners in like Hatfield. <laughs> that's the, yeah. that's. I was just trying to think of the southern point I could think of that is still above what. <laughs> this is this could alienate our listeners. <laughs> it, it may well do. It nice. may well do. What, what, whatever you, whatever you refer to yourself as, whether it is northerner, southerner, midlander, power to you. Just Gary Oldman's great, isn't he? He is. Yeah, I, I, there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff on that list. You could have now. What you should have done is you should have taken your idea from your first podcast and done it for this podcast because you could do old man with my old man oh that's a good one but i i just like the dad the dad dad's arnie comes with branding this is true and for the record kevin i'm not calling you old he isn't it's just a colloquialism he's 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 old in the same way that birmingham is not he is if if we're the watford gap yeah dad dad is further north than we are he's he's about sheffield yeah, yeah, like he, he's he's fine. He, he's to be, in his in his defence, he's always been that much older than me. This this is true. Yeah, so he's not getting older. Well, he is. Well, yeah, but but he's not getting old, older in context of where I am. Yeah, contextually, that's, that's, his, yeah, his contextually, and really, that's the important thing. Do you know what would be mental though? Is if he did get contextually older than you, like yeah, re- that would be relatively odd. older. I'm suddenly seventy. Like, what? But but that would involve like that would be that would involve like space travel. <laughs> yeah, one of you would need to hit the speed of light. Yeah, so if Dad finally <laughs> achieved his childhood dream of becoming an astronaut, which he decided not to pursue because his uncle told him that there were no Welsh astronauts. Um so Dad had a choice there to either go, <laughs> you know what, 
I'm going to be the first fucking Welsh astronaut, or just go, oh, and he opted for the latter. <laughs> but see, Dad Zardy's going to have all of this kind of stories, but um, <laughs> and other weird stories that I can't really talk about. I don't think can I, and I'll bleep this out, which is going to make it sound abhorrently sexual. Can I talk about the time my dad arrested a one-armed, one-legged woman? Uh, yes, because I'm interested in the logistics of the cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Gary Oldman's a great actor. Got a lot of time for Gary Oldman. A lot of a lot of content. We could keep this going for a couple of years. He's got some other stuff coming out. So obviously Oppenheimer, he's going to be in that as well because it's a Christopher Nolan film. Um, and then he's in a couple of uh, video games. Um, I'll, I will include some TV series, like maybe season at a time per episode, but means I can finally go through Slow Horses as well. Because apparently the only thing stopping me doing that is hosting a podcast on Gary Oldman. Bloody love slow horses. I know you do, mate. I know you do. You talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, New series must be soon. Uh, that yeah, is... I... Actually, I would I would go as far as saying that is... We'll, we'll skip your podcast. That is Gary Oldman's role of a lifetime. Really? Mm. Interesting. Well... That's that decided then, so I won't have to do this one. I'll pick another one from the long list. My final choice is um, probably, I guess, the one that I'd most likely do, although it's also the one that I've struggled to come up with a punny name for. So, you know, it swings and roundabouts. This would be following the career of the highest grossing actor by movie of all time. Um, as of 2021, I don't know if that's changed since, but as of 2021, as per Wikipedia. I think he might have lost it and then won it again in that time. Nice, because he's a bad motherfucker. Um, collectively, as of 2001, his movies have grossed over $27 billion, which is so fucking mad. mental. <laughs> um, he has been in, and I've... I've taken the list, I've put it into a spreadsheet, and I've done a count of the rows. He has been in 139 movies. Um, that, is, that is insane. <laughs> so this is going on for some time. Um, just to go back to what you were saying with some other things, he's also been in a bunch of TV. That I mean, there's tons of that. Um, he's been in some theatre productions. He's been in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 video games. And also two audiobooks, one of which is the fantastic "Go the Fuck to Sleep," which someone bought for me recently. Nice. Just the what I I assumed everyone would fucking buy you them. <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't for me. It was for my for my partner. But anyway, um, the yeah, I'm obviously talking about Samuel Jackson. If you hadn't got that yet, um, he's he's just I, I've loved ever since I watched Pulp Fiction. I love Samuel Jackson. And then also realised many years later, on a rewatch of Jurassic Park, that Jurassic Park was the first time I'd ever seen Samuel Jackson in a film. It, talking about what you you said earlier with some, he's been in some really really fantastic films. But when you look at 139 movies, he's been in some shit as well. Um, I did attempt at one point, probably about 10, 15 years ago, to try and collect like the um the physical copies of all of his movies i and remember you saying yeah <laughs> gave gave up fairly quickly there's um 
I'm trying to find what it was called now. I think it might have even came out after Pulp Fiction, which was a bit depressing. But it was he basically is a, a homeless uh, killer. Anyway, we'd get to watch a lot of good stuff. What's your favourite like non not non mainstream, but like gem in the Samuel L. Jackson crown um, that maybe isn't kind of an obvious choice. Deeply see. Nice, yeah, good shout. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking through the his uh, filmography now, and yeah, it's fucking insane, isn't it? Yeah, Fifty First State was great. Yeah, I won't save my Fifty First States, Fifty First State story again. Oh, actually, you know, uh, a film that really doesn't get uh, the credit it deserves, Soul Men. Have you seen that? The comedy hey, just with, with Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. Yeah. yeah, I fucking loved that, and the soundtrack is fucking brilliant. But no, it was also the last on-screen appearance of Bernie Mac and Isaac Hayes. Damn. Boogie ain't nothing. Getting down. But getting down. Uh, the Afro Samurai movie? Yeah, I mean, Afro and the, the series, both brilliant. We've spoken about the uh, many, many times. He's been fucking everything. Um, yeah. I, I, oh, he was also in uh, pre-Pulp uh, Fiction... Um, Loaded Weapon 1, which was n- the National Lampoon Lethal Weapon piss take. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which uh, was him and Emilio Estevez. And it's fucking great. I think Tim Curry's in it. Nice. Oh, speaking of great ideas, so I put out on our Instagram this episode idea. Mm. And the best response we had was Petros of Caged In said, Curry Night. <laughs> Like Which it. was Tim Curry, but you pair each film with a curry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could get behind this, or it could. Be, uh, you could take it one step further. It could be Curry Night, and it could be M Night Shyamalan films that should start Tim Curry. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, if we're uh, there's also a brand of film with Samuel Jackson, which I would like to call the Oh shit, Samuel Jackson's in that. Um, Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, Goodfellas. Kill Bill? One oh, of or... course, yeah. Yeah. Two. Two. Possibly both, but I think he speaks in the second one. Yeah. Because he's the uh, pianist, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Black Snake Moan. That's a wild movie. Yeah, we, t- we talked about that recently. <laughs> that's fucking odd. Tri- the uh, Triple X. Yeah. And which sequels, is... I think. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, fuck. King Al. He did the. Uh, I watched. Um, I watched. Have you watched Unthinkable? Where no. for for British audiences, it's hilarious because he plays, um, uh, like a CIA torturer called H, <laughs> um, and the entire film is him torturing Michael Sheen. Brilliant! It is the hardest I've been while watching a film. <laughs> um, he does the uh, the parody of March of the Penguins as well, which is how fast of the penguins. Yeah. He was in Kong Skull Island. Yeah. He's in a short called Tyrannosaurus Funk, which I will now be watching. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he was in Staged. Who was he? he yeah, yeah. The, the Michael Sheen, David Tennant series. I didn't watch all of that. It is very... Well, I watched the first two seasons, and then season three was put onto BritBox, and everyone has their line. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is fucking good. Because uh, anyone who... So, like, George Clooney and John Goodman would be similar, where any rewatch thing like this by a guy who's latched on to a good director 
yeah is always going to have like a streak of really good stuff so what what are you thinking for a title is it just bad motherfucking podcast no uh mm, that's a tasty podcast (laughs) (laughs) just people thinking it's a food podcast yeah you expand to a wider demographic who didn't know that this is exactly what they needed (laughs) i like it i like it yeah this is um like like let's be like if, if let's be real for a moment, should I do like the background, like light music? Yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real, Graham. Realistically, like you said, this is the first person I thought of. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is. It's like oh, I could do a Samuel Jackson podcast. That'd be great. There's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff. But he is always Samuel fucking Jackson. Yeah, and there's loads of it. Oh, so much. There's only going to be more. What's he got coming out that isn't just MCU stuff? Because let, let's and also let's music back in. Let's be real for a moment here, Graham. Yeah. The reason he is the highest grossing actor of all time is because he is in Star Wars and the MCU. A hundred percent, yeah. Like, let's... Like, he is a very, very cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's hip. He's down with the kids. But, yeah, he is in the highest grossing franchise of all time and he happens to be in, what, 15 of them? Something, something ridiculous, yeah. We need a... We do need a Mace Windu. Uh, series on Disney Plus, don't we? Yeah, we really do. Would you rather a Mace Windu series or a Nick Fury series? I think Mace Windu. I think we've got... There's much more Nick Fury than Mace Windu, isn't there? Oh, that's true. So as of 2021, he was in 11, which doesn't help because a load have come out since then. Has he been in those? I don't think so. So 11 or 12, I would say, is my guess. Uh, What, Marvel? Yeah. And then Star Wars, he would be in one, two, three, seven. Is he in seven? His voice is, and that's enough when you're doing a podcast like this. Fair enough. Um, what's his name? Nick. Fury. He's in a t- he's in a TV series coming out soon that stars Ryan Reynolds called Fothermucker. Nice. He's in. Think- he's in eleven as Nick Fury. Ryan Reynolds is playing a guy called Ryan. Samuel Jackson is playing Sam. So they might be playing themselves. It's animated. Ryan helps take care of Sam, but when a minor mishap causes Sam to become Ryan's primary caregiver, things get weird. Are they playing themselves? Sounds like it. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so much else. Talking of Ryan Reynolds, there, there could be another podcast of um, movie stars that we'd like to take over our sports teams. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. They're trying. <laughs> Did you hear that? I, I saw something about... I didn't... Yeah, the, 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 the Welsh Rugby Union are... Basically, trying to get them to invest money to revitalise the north. There used to be a North Wales region called the Celtic Warriors, right? And they're looking to see if uh, they'll chuck some money towards them to help revitalise the north of Wales further. Isn't he? Um, they they're talking about an NHL team as well. I think. Oh really? Um, yeah. I mean, it is the it is the strangest timeline, but also fair play to Wrexham. Yeah. Fair play. Good for you guys. Hmm. Is that is that the choices? That's the choices, sir. That's the choices. Okay. Those were the choices, so it's time for us to talk about our top threes. Do you want to go through my long list of potential podcast ideas before or after? Uh I I think it's a nice like it's a nice footnote, I think. It's a nice and footnote. Maybe as you get towards the end of it. As you could kind of start doing the, you know, like the Oscars playing you out music. Oh, playing just, out stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. 
Okay, so out of out of mine, the top mm. threes of my threes. Um, I think I am going to go. I really want to see more Michelle Yao movies, and I'm going to go out of my way to do so. But I like the stupid concept with the other two a bit more. So I'm going to put all together Yao at three. Um, uh, the Gary Oldman podcast, and in the role of a lifetime too, and then I think I have to go Dad's Army one or Dad's Army one, because I just think one, he is also one of those actors that I immediately thought of with whose films would you rewatch? It's like cool, let's do this. Yeah, and I like the idea of. Uh, I feel like the world would be a better place if my dad learnt to podcast. Well, maybe not better, but fucking weirder. And yours, what is the top three of your three? Um, I'm going to go in reverse order. So um, here's looking at Pew Kid in um, third place. Great pun, great actress. Uh, probably just not enough films to warrant um, choosing above the other two. Thanks for the memories in second. Um, again, strong pun. And there's a lot of good stuff there. I think it would make for a, you know quite a compelling... Um, series um, but I don't think you can compete with uh, the sheer volume of Samuel Jackson movies and the I guess the enthusiasm I have for him as an actor as well um, so yeah I think I'd have to go with mm, that's a tasty podcast the, number uh, the sheer volume of Samuel Jackson movies is a great podcast name as well Um <laughs> But having a podcast called The Sheer Volume, where you're going to have an episode about Shaft, is uh, <laughs> asking for trouble. Asking for trouble. But yeah, I get, it. Right, I, I get it. I get it. So we are now on to the point of the podcast, Graham, where we're going to mm. figure out our official top three list. What are you feeling? Samuel Jackson agreed. To be honest, probably a locked and loaded one. Okay. I think that's... I think that's that is up there because, again, the only reason it's not on my list is as soon as we came up with this, I thought, uh, I can't take Samuel Jackson from Graham. <laughs> he'll, he'll get sad. It was also a hard pun as well. It is a it's difficult a, it's pun. It's a tricky pun. I'm not, I'm not entirely sold on the name. That's a tasty podcast. I feel like people think we're off menu. I feel, I feel like we need something with mother or uh, asterisk, heavily asterisked motherfucker heavily. in the title. But then yeah. that's bad for SEO. Says the people called the podcast nobody asked for. Yeah, the, the worst SEO out there. Yeah. Um, no mention that we're a movie or TV podcast. From two people working in digital. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the platform I work... Yeah, let's... Uh, we're fine. We're good. We have, we have our listeners and we love both of you. We, we, we have to be... A, we can come up with a better name than this. Right. Do you know, you know, you know who I'm roping in for this? Go on. Right, let's bring up fucking ChatGPT, shall we? Uh, <laughs> potential names for a Samuel L. Jackson podcast. Samuel Jackson Unchained. The Samuel... J- oh, these, these are boring. This is shit, ChatGPT. I feel a lot... Oh, the badass chronicles with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson's cinematic universe. Potential names for a film... For a podcast where... You watch all the films of Samuel L. Jackson. This is riveting listening for us. So I've I've gone with pun-based names for a Samuel L. Jackson podcast. Sam I Am, The Jackson Five, The Sam Slam, where Samuel Jackson brings the heat. What? 
Jackson's Jive. Jackson, the Jackson Film Club. Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction to the MCU. The Bad Mother Podcast. Now, I'm I'm stick I'm stick with and that's the taste of podcast. Because, yeah. I, you know, as much as we we can get into the discussion about um, Rocco's Basilisk, I'm better than you, Chat GPTP. Yeah, no, that has actually I, made that that has I made win. me feel a bit better about the potential <laughs> incoming Terminator Star Apocalypse. Um, okay, all right, I will, I will put the concept of this at one, but there are better names we have talked about. But this isn't a list of the best names for podcasts. No. So, Samuel L. Jackson goes in at one. Um, for the rest, what are we talking about? What are we I am, about? like you said, I think Pew, as much as I, I think she is going to be in 40 years, I think people will be talking about her in the same way you talk about kind of Meryl Streep and stuff like that. She hasn't been in that much. So I think a podcast would, don't get me wrong, it's with our schedule, this is the one we could do. This is true, yeah. Um, but this is a podcast specifically about us not having the time to do it. Oh, you can also um, go with the the extended cinematic universe. That's a very good one. <laughs> but then would that also be like Zach Braff movies? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and as rumor has it, Will Poulter movies. Ooh. Um. Oh, you know. Um. Let's not turn this into a gossip podcast. Um. Dad's Army, I think, is in top three. Yeah. So I'm. I'm in with that more for Kevin than I am Arnie, if I'm honest with you. That that's that's fair. We could, well, I mean, we could bring Dad into all of them. The pun just wouldn't work. <laughs> the inevitable next step of you just becoming friends with my dad. Got um, his number because nine. we we we've talked about this before. There there are it happens too frequently that Graham sends me something that I forward to my dad, and then I forward my dad's response back to Graham, and I am now just basically the facilitator in what is going to be a beautiful friendship. I but, mean, we we do refer to you as the conduit. The conduit. To be fair, nicest thing either of you have called me in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fancy. That sounds like I'm a chosen one or one that was prophesized. Um, welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me, the conduit. Okay, all right. So I would. I are you more on board with Gary Old? Uh, always, but I do. And this is at the expense of of Hanks for the memories, which is. Um, which is difficult because I think there's there's a lot there and a lot that we could do with it. The, the issue with Tom Hanks over Arnie and Gary Oldman is that every episode would just become like, yeah, Tom Hanks was good in this as well. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I don't think there's as much to talk about as... Because Gary Oldman's played some weird fucking things. Well, I think Tom Hanks is just always really good. Yeah, although to be fair, surprising... To, uh, maybe... Maybe we need to, maybe we need to track down uh, Mr. Cockcroft and get him to watch all of the Tom Hanks movies with us. Oh, that would thanks, be fun. The, thanks for the memories with a history teacher. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would, I would. We need to get Mr. Cockcroft on there. God, I would be so happy if it turned out he listened to this podcast. Oh, I'd be over the moon. But it would be weird. Yeah. And but... if you are listening to this, Nige, I think I could call you Nige now. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate, 
Appreciate it. Eh? Eh? Um, I think, if anything, then, in honour of Mr. Cockcroft, Tom Hanks shouldn't be in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sneaky bastard. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, go on then. Fair enough. Because I love Gary Oldman and I love your Oldman. Thanks. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> okay. So, the podcast nobody asked for is top three actors we would start a podcast about where we watch all their films if we had the time to start a new podcast, which we don't. At number three, we have Dad's Arnie, which is going to be the films of Arnold Schwarzenegger. At two, we have And in the Role of a Lifetime, uh, the films of Gary Oldman. And number one, we have Mmm, That's a Tasty Podcast. The films of Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, if you liked our ideas, if there's any other actors you would start a podcast about, you can find us on Instagram at the podcast nobody asked for, and you can also find us at Patreon at the podcast nobody asked for, where you become a friend of the podcast, where you'll get access to the mythical Patreon episodes and T-shirts and mugs and other stuff of that ilk. Ilk is a great word. Um, if if uh, Twitter, Twitter. That's the thing we do. Nobody else for a pod with the number four. You can find us at Facebook at the same address. And we have a website. And the website has links to all of the wonderful things that we have spoken about uh, just now and forevermore. It is the podcast that we ask for, .co .uk. And uh, if you're listening, or wh wherever you're listening to this, if you could leave us a review and in your review put any future episode ideas you may have and we will try to do the best ones uh so that was that was that we've got a lot of we've got a good bit of kind of podcast backing there. yeah if this doesn't work out we can we can you know pick something else up we'll be fine cool call it a day at 100 and just get cracking into the films of samuel jackson it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe one day we will just release an episode of a, a fake Samuel Jackson podcast. I mean, there's April Fool's Day next year, sorted. It's just sorted, boom. Do you guys <laughs> remember what we did last May? Well, this is the payoff to that. Should I start going through my list now and then just play the backing music over that? I think so. Nice. Uh, so, guess the actor. Okay. Right. So, uh, bad motherfucking podcast. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, uh, this one isn't guessing because it's a bit more of a. So this is a weird mix, but bear with me. The films of Dwayne Johnson and Robin Williams. Okay. So it's Rock and Robin. Nice. Right. Um, Keanu found glory. Yeah. Yeah. So good old Keanu Reeves. Uh, Mr. Harry's goes to Washington, which is Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, Got wood. Okay. Right, so Elijah Wood. To be blunt. Emily Blunt. When life gives you plemons. Nice. Stole with the previous yeah. Yep. Uh, Scars Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the entire Scars Guard clan. Okay. Uh, the Tony Awards, spelt with an I. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Uh, the Emma Stone Age. Emma That's a bit Stone? Easy. Yep. <laughs> uh, United Bates of America. Nice. Yep. Uh, so Kathy Bates. Uh, distraction Reese's. Okay. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, or just any Reese. Um, now and Yen. Donnie Yen. Um, this one doesn't make any sense, but the pun is good. While my guitar gently weeps. Uh, walking tall, walking in the air, anything like that. Yeah. 
I mean, you don't need um, that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> boats and Trejos. Okay. Uh, the Many Deaths of Sean Bean, which isn't a pun, it's just a good episode idea. Yeah. Um, I think we're still alone now. The End is Nighy. I like that. Yeah. Gave us COVID. Uh, yeah. Billionaire, which is any Bill, but predominantly Bill Murray. Um, this one is using a hip and relevant lingo. I stan Tucci. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> House of Fraser. Fraser. Bre- Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dun and Dunst. <laughs> right. Uh, the Butler did it. Which okay. Just Jared. Jared Butler films. I thought we were going to lost the Butler. Oh, no, because he's only done, like, two. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking um, very short. Oh, very short, yeah. Uh, fish burn to be wild. Yeah. Uh, carry on my wayward son. Nice. Uh, a few good men. Yeah. Very similar to No Country for Old Men. <coughs> the People's Elber. Uh, you've got bail. Okay. Into depth. Yeah. And then uh, just Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Nice. Yeah. It was a fun pub trip. Not gonna lie. A bit sad there was no Gleasons in there. I thought you were um, gonna follow up Skarsgård with Gleason just because of the, the the two great action dynasties of our time. What what would you what would you call a Gleason? Um, I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, right, just just Gleason pending. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I I large expanses of us thinking of something Dom. is not does not a good podcast make. Yeah, like uh, Dommels that ends. <laughs> Dom all's well that ends well. Yeah. But that only gets at him. Because it's, 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 it's Brendan, Noel, and Brian. Ugh, no one asked for this.